listening to the Three Peak Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. Join us as we embrace the journey of connecting mind, body, and spirit in our community and beyond. Good afternoon. This is Coach Nina and Coach Mel. And today we are going to be talking about what it means to listen to your body. Mm. So... I know that I say this a lot. Mm-hmm. I've heard you say it a lot. Yeah. And we frequently tell our athletes, listen to your body. Listen to what it's telling you, um, you know, in regards to your workout today, how you're going to scale or not scale. And we really encourage that a lot. But I was thinking the other day, what if somebody doesn't know what we're talking about at yeah. all when we say listen to your body? So I thought that would be something good to discuss today. And... Uh, yeah, just dive into what what it actually means to listen to your body and how you know that you're doing it. So. Yeah. Um, so when I when I tell an athlete, listen to your body. I guess I, as a coach, I'm coming across as saying, okay, how how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel how's your energy? Mm-hmm. How is um, like your physical body feeling? Yeah, are you soreness extra sore? Um, how are you sleeping? Um, how's your mood? Yeah, that's a huge one. It's a really big deal. Um, and where's your mind? You know, where where are all those things at um, when you make a decision to even come in the door to work out? But then, like, when you're choosing your weights, you're choosing what movements to not scale or to scale. Mm-hmm. Thinking about those things. But, like you said, like, it's easy to say those things and not quite understand well, what does that actually mean? Yeah. So maybe we should probably give a little bit of, um, I don't know, some personal, you know, background to yeah. help. Like, well, this is how Mel listens to her body. This mm-hmm. is how Nina listens to her body. Um, and, you know, in our podcast we did about the Spartan Beast, I loved what you talked about um, prior to the Beast and how you listened to your body to scale to prepare that mm-hmm. to prepare for that now you guys just did a, a run yes uh this last weekend yes we did. so did you have to like tell me what you did to listen to your body for that because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm sure yeah you didn't just keep training the same way no actually okay. so that's a great point um so typically i do crossfit workouts mm-hmm. Five, five times a week. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll get another one in there because I have a problem, slightly addicted. But then what? I do, yeah, I know it's weird. I'll do a strength set three days a week. In addition, um, just building my own strength, kind of like how we offer personal training kind of thing. Um, and then sometimes I'll throw in some running. Mm-hmm. So the week before the Bend Beer Chase, um, we, we're chasing beer. It's, <laughs> it's 55 miles around okay. Central Oregon, running from brewery to brewery. Um, really fun time. You're in a van with six people. I mean, it's really, you just get to hang out with your friends all day and mm. give each other water, spray each other with water. It, it's a blast. Sounds good. Relays were really fun. Um, but knowing that, knowing that I was going to be running um, two four and a half mile legs on Saturday, okay. that it was going to be hot, there were a few things that I did differently. Um, so I took a day off on Thursday. Usually if I'm going to be doing something like this, like for the Spartan, I took the day off. I think I took two days off the week before, maybe just one. 
Um, I also tapered back on my um, strength set. Mm -hmm. I decided I'm just gonna do this one set. Actually, I did one and a half sets, but my body, last week I was so tired. Um, and I found out in the car, we had a agronomist who was telling us about how the grass is like pollinating super bad right mm. now. So my allergies last week, we're nuts. Even this week, like I can't breathe. Jeez. My eyes are itchy. My throat hurts. Yeah. Um, so I had all that last week. So that really affected my workout. And I knew that if I if I pushed it really hard, doing all those workouts, doing my strength set, trying to run, I was gonna feel horrible mm. on the beer chase. Yeah. So with that in mind, I was going to keep doing my strength set, but I decided, you know what? I did it on Monday. I'm good. I yeah. did a little bit on Wednesday, and I was like. No, my body's just not feeling it. There's, I need to stop. Yeah. Um, and then as far as running goes, I was thinking about going on a run last week. Okay. But we did, we did a, a workout with running in it. And I was like, you know what? That's good. Based on how my body was feeling. Because it was so run down. Okay. It was feeling really tired. Um, so run down from the I, allergies. I think allergies. Okay. Like, this has hit me worse than anything I've had in the wow. last few years. Yeah. I'm just... You know, I'm exhausted. Okay. Um, sleep is hard because my throat hurts, so I yeah. wake up in the middle of the night a lot. Yeah. So feeling like low-grade fever, um, feeling like that all week, I mm. was like, if I push it, I know my body, mm. so that if I push it more, I'm going to get really sick. And then I was afraid that I would actually not be able to participate mm. in the beer chase. Like the night before, I remember going to bed thinking, oh, I do not feel the greatest. I hope tomorrow goes well. Yeah. Um, so really paying attention to my energy levels, um, my soreness. I was extra sore last week, and I okay. think it just relates to whatever was going on in my body. Um, I was really tired. Mm -hmm. And then my nutrition, I, it was not very good, just okay. as far as um, I did not plan well last week. So there were times where like I would not eat, and then I'd eat a lot, and then not eat, and I, I was like, wow, this nutrition really is terrible this week I need to do better um but all those factors yeah I thought about as I was looking ahead to the week mm. before the beer chase yeah figuring out what I was going to do and even this week my like I still feel terrible okay um so I said you know what I'm taking this whole week off of my strength set like for me personally I'm like but I can't do it and I'm like no I need yeah I need to heal like I've had a I've had a fever for like three days it's just very low but it's my body is fighting these, this pollen, whatever it's doing. So I know that if I push it, I'm going to get sick. I'm not going to be able to coach. I'm not going to be able to work out at all. Right. And I need to, like, seriously pull myself back instead of just, like, pushing forward like I normally do. Right. So. What I think is really challenging, if I take myself out of being a coach or, you know, even being somebody that's been working in fitness for years, when people come into fitness brand new mm -hmm. and they hear listen to your body and they already struggle maybe with an intensity factor mm -hmm. or um, consistency per mm -hmm. se and we say we want consistency yes. before intensity right so we want you to show up but now we're saying mm, listen to your body well of course my body is gonna get sore yeah right when I'm first starting out it's gonna be sore so does that mean I don't come in? No, mm. you actually have to come in. Um, and so if we have a brand new client, you know, working out and they just get done and, and with the on-ramp and they're going into classes, they're still in that first two weeks yeah. of initial soreness. And it's gonna be 
potentially sore. Mm -hmm. Plus, if they haven't adjusted anything in their diet right. and their water's junk and they have a high sugar intake, mm -hmm. all of these things, and they're high stressed all the time, yeah, it may feel like, you know, the yeah. world is crashing in. And so it's really hard, I think, for new athletes coming in to go, well, how do I do that then? How do I be consistent mm -hmm. and, and not freak out based on everything that's expected to, to, to change? Um, I think we do a good job here at like easing people into mm -hmm. making little changes. But I think the mind, you know, if you haven't been around our culture very long, you just see the end result. You don't see the process. Yes. So I think it's really challenging for new athletes to come in and go, what do you mean listen to my body? It hurts. So does that mean I shouldn't do anything? Right. So let's let's take a, you know, avatar client mm -hmm. and they're coming in and they're, you know, just finished on ramp and their their goal is weight loss, mm -hmm. right? They want to lose 50 pounds, um, but their nutrition is junk mm -hmm. and they're constantly dehydrated. They get about 24 ounces of water a day. Mm. And they get like three to five hours of sleep a night. So many factors. So many facts. <laughs> so many things to yeah. go in there. So listening to the body, we want people to come, mm -hmm. right? Sure. We want them to show up because that's half the battle. But we don't want them to look at everything and go, I can't do this. It's too overwhelming and not. So what do you say to somebody that's brand new like that? Because that's overwhelming Yeah. Um, to look at the situation go okay my body hurts mm -hmm. well yeah it's going to hurt because of these factors mm -hmm. so how do you how, how do you think best to to speak to somebody brand new like that um I think really reiterating that your coach is here mm -hmm. to help you not just as somebody to scream at you while you yeah. work out like that's that's not actually our job our job is to help you move safely mm -hmm. um to know what you're doing to provide you with you know suggestions what we think is a, a great fit for you based on what we see in your movement like the encouragement is just a small piece of it so I think um, when you're sore like we are here to help you if you feel like you got run over by a truck let us know because we've been there like we I, I don't know about you but I still have some workouts where for the next three or four days Murph mm. I'm like oh my gosh my body like yeah I don't want to sit down it hurts to stand up it hurts to sit down like, yeah everything hurts but I know from experience that movement is gonna help right so just encouraging um, encouraging them you know it's gonna hurt being up front I think at the beginning mm -hmm. it's gonna hurt if you come into this you haven't moved you haven't exercised in 10 years right. um, it's it's gonna hurt. I mean, your body, it's a process. It's gonna take some time to get to the point where, you know, it feels good. Like people, when I have them do burpees in the second workout, they're like, does this ever get easier? I'm like, yeah, like six months to a year, depending on consistency. Right. I mean, it's it's a process. Um, I think letting people know that in, in advance, it's, it's gonna hurt, and then just encouraging them to come. And it doesn't always work. Um, I think I think people get scared mm -hmm. when they feel that because they're not used to it. Yeah, we live in a very comfortable culture. Right. Like it's not comfortable. Maybe I shouldn't do it. It hurts. Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't mm -hmm. do it. Um, but there's a difference between you know my muscles are sore because I moved for the first time in ten years yeah. and injury. And you know that's just something that you need to bring to the coach because yeah. we love 
to help you figure out what's going to work best for you. Right. Like, if you can't squat right now because you're so sore, like, we'll figure something out. It's not it's not the end of the world. We want you to move because I guarantee you that movement is going to make you feel better. So true. Just got just to gotta get here. Yeah, yeah. That's that's super helpful. I think that um, you know that's one extreme, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have the other extreme with athletes that have been here and and are not only drinking the Kool Aid, but they're like swimming in the Kool Aid, yeah. right? They are swimming in the CrossFit Kool Aid. <laughs> they are baptizing people in the Kool Aid. Yeah, they are like all in, and um, you know, I think. It's super difficult at that level as well to be like, what do you mean listen to my body? It Mm -hmm. feels great. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you also have to, I love this, you have to look at what your coach is saying. Mm -hmm. Listen to what your coach is saying. If your coach isn't, you know, recommending that you start working on, for example, a Mm pull-up, because they're seeing that you don't have the strength to pull, and we don't want to pull, like, maybe the bicep tendon, um, and overload that, they're not going to recommend those things. They're going to re- recommend you scale something. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a very tricky ground to be able to, well, I'm listening to my body, and my body says go. Yeah. Well, that's your mind. Yes. That's your mind, your body, um, with the previous existing conditions it has and your, your ability to use full range of motion. You're going to have to, like, lean on your coaches a lot, actually, and listen to what they're saying and ask them. You know, how does my depth look? Yeah. What are you seeing? Because we see a lot. Totally. Oh, man. There's, like, mentally taking notes all the time. All the time. And we do a really good job here of coaching that and trying to correct those. But sometimes, I think, um, whether it's it's just not even something that people think about, they don't try to ignore, but they get so in the groove in a workout, they just don't hear a coach. Yeah. Um, or they want that you know, bright, shiny object of the RX factor, and, and they're not listening to, well, actually, you need to get all the way down in your squat yeah. and get the ball all the way up to the 10-foot mark in your wall ball for yeah. it to count. RX isn't just a 14-pound ball or no. a 20-pound ball. They're, it's your movement, too. It's your movement patterns, absolutely. So it's like, man, yes, listen to your body and listen to the stress that's going on in, in, in your body, but listen to your coach, too. Yeah. Because we see things, too, like... Would you agree that you can kind of sense when somebody's just not right when they come in? Maybe they had a a long day. Oh my gosh, we can a little feel too it. well. We can like feel a little it, right? Well. Yeah. So we can feel it, and we do a really good job at recommending and asking our athletes to do something, maybe a different weight or whatever, because we can feel that. Yeah. Mm, something's quite not right here. Maybe you're not willing to admit it, but we can see it. Mm-hmm. And we care about your success so much that we're actually willing to hold you back a little bit until you're willing to yeah, kind of see that too. But also right now, I think we can give people permission. Like maybe you feel like, yeah, oh, just because I'm having a bad day, I need to suck it up and push as hard as I can mm. and do this. You know what? You have permission. If you are having a horrible day, we are proud of you just for getting in here and moving. Yes. You don't need to push super hard. You can go lighter. Um, I think that I see that a lot, actually, of, and in myself, too. Like, I just got to keep pushing. I got to mm-hmm. keep pushing. I got to mm-hmm. keep pushing. Where my mind is like, I can't 
I'm exhausted or my body's like, yeah. I hurt. I don't want to. Yeah. Having to learn to set aside that, but I know I can and listen to it because if you don't listen, you're going to get hurt. Like I've had to learn over, I think the last 10 years, really how to listen to my body and listen to it well, because if I don't listen to like the little tiny whispers of like yeah. a twinge in the shoulder or like a stomach ache after I eat certain things or... Yeah. Um, you know, an ache when I move a certain way, if I don't pay attention to that, because those are clues. That's mm-hmm. your body telling you something. Um, later on, it turns into, I can't move my stomach hurts so bad. Oh, I can't eat bread. Yeah. Weird. Um, or, wow, my shoulder, like, I had this twinge, but I kept going and doing all these shoulder movements at the full weight, and now I can't move my arm. Or, like, my lower back, it hurts really bad. Mm. So, um I think part of listening to your body is paying attention to those little things Mm -hmm. that are so easy to write off as like, oh, you know, that's nothing. I just slept wrong or that kind of thing. But like little aches and pains, um, headaches, sleeping wrong and feeling weird there. Those are all things you need to pay attention to because Mm -hmm. they will translate into bigger things later if you don't take care of it. Like it might be a mobility issue if you're always hurt from sleeping wrong. Maybe you've got some tightness that you need to work out that'll actually feel better later. Or, yeah. you know, maybe if you've always got a headache, um, what's your water intake like? Mm-hmm. Are you drinking a ton of coffee, but only like eight ounces of water in a right. day? Um, if you're always feeling tired, but you just kind of shake it off because our whole culture is obsessed with being tired all the time. I mean, are you sleeping more than six hours a night? Mm-hmm. Are you... Um, getting enough water again if you're not getting enough water your energy levels yeah go yeah. i had a doctor actually drive that home to me she's like your mitochondria are made up of water mitochondria are the cells that give you energy if you don't drink water you know have energy and i was mm-hmm. like oh well that makes a lot of sense dang it right um, and then food too if you are living on fast food deep fried food um just you know highly processed food sugar energy drinks alcohol even myself like i find sometimes if i'm busy i'll just like have an rx bar have an rx bar have an rx bar protein shake and then i have to realize no i need whole food yeah this is healthier than like a pop tart (laughs) right but it's still like your body needs whole foods it needs like those vegetables, those fruits, yeah, real stuff to get nutrients from. Because if you don't get nutrients, you're not gonna have energy. Like, yeah, there's so many factors. Yeah, and it just—it's. I'm so glad you said something about the um, if you're, you know, experiencing something repeatedly. Because I was listening to another podcast um, this last week, and he drove home that exact thing, and I was like, that is exactly the case. If you have constant pain. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you didn't tear anything. It's it, you are constantly sleeping wrong and your mm-hmm. shoulders, you know, messed up. You actually have to do something about it. Yeah. You're not supposed to stay in that place. No. And that's why we have, you know, listening to your body is maybe being humble mm-hmm. and admitting that, okay, obviously what I'm doing isn't working. I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've got great shoulder shoulder protocol here for people that need shoulder rehab that should be doing it consistently that I don't think are doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, it's being humble enough to go, 
okay, yeah, I need some help here in this, in this area instead of just maybe assuming that it's going to go away. It's not going away. Yeah. If after three or four weeks you're still having the same thing, it's a good indication we need to do something about it, whether yeah. it's your nutrition is off, mm-hmm. your stress is too high, you're not sleeping, like you said. I mean, all of those yeah. things, that's not the way the body was meant to handle long-term. Mm-hmm. And if it's constantly in that state of being you know, high stressed or no sleep or, excuse me, all of the above, mm-hmm. wow, some crazy stuff happens. Yeah, it all creates inflammation and that translates into pain a lot in your body. It does, So um, I think another good point too there is if you are having that recurring pain, like um, shoulders a big one, I see a lot, um, hamstrings, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and you are consistently somebody who works out, and this is really for me, um, planning rest mm-hmm. planning rest and actually resting mm. I know this is really hard for both of us yeah. like that rest that four letter word yeah. Yeah. yeah um but sometimes that's what your body needs yeah and my husband is probably the king of rest he's so good at it saying no like he only works out four days a week like he is a guardian of that that part of his life um but he's even taken like a rest week. He's like, you know, I like the idea of the sabbatical. I'm gonna take a rest week once a year. And I, of course, I look at him, like my jaw drops. I'm like, how could you possibly do that? Right. But it's true sometimes, mm-hmm. not like, not every month, not, yeah. not yeah. every yeah. quarter, like, but once a year, um, maybe you do need a longer period of rest than just a rest day mm-hmm. or a rest weekend so your body can heal. I know I did that last year, and oh my gosh, I started sleeping better. Um, I started feeling better. This ongoing, like, nagging feeling I had mm-hmm. in one of my right arm went away. Mm-hmm. And that happened to me a few years ago, too. I, I went away on vacation for two weeks, didn't do anything, but the pain that I had had in my arm for six months went away. Hmm. So sometimes rest is the answer. And I know, mm-hmm. like, it does go both ways. Some people, it's really hard for them to get in the box. Like consistency is a problem. Yeah. yeah. Others of us are addicted, and we were like, "I'll be there tomorrow, and the next day, and the day after right. that. Why aren't you open every day so I can go every day?" Right. Like some of us need that, like permission yeah. to rest, because mm. rest for some of us is really it hard. Is. Oh my gosh, it is. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do something else. Well, and I think it goes back to, you've said this before, the all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So we see the rest as, well, there's nothing, so then everything else goes kaposh. Mm-hmm. And no, when I rest, my water is still needing to stay up. Yeah. My food needs to stay on point. Mm-hmm. This isn't a rest from, you know, yeah. being healthy. This is, like, I need to rest. I'm just taking it easy on my body for a little right. bit. And then the same thing, too. Like, if you are having that recurring problem, like, mm-hmm. in your upper body, but you still, like, it kills you not to come. I mean, we can modify. Yeah, exactly. There's always a possibility. If, um, I like the snatch for me when my arm was a problem. Anytime this, like, I snatched or did, like, a pressing motion. Yeah. I had to just stop doing that completely for a little while and be mm-hmm. modified to something else because it was just aggravating it. Yeah. I had to give it that rest. I was still able to get a good workout. You know, we did a lot of leg stuff. Um, I think Claude gave me a few other different things to do in workouts this was mm-hmm. a few years ago, but that was really helpful to yeah. say, okay, when I do this, 
it feels like someone is stabbing an ice pick into my arm. So I need to not do that for a while. Right. And, you know, work on mobility, other things. But um, I think it's really easy to get into this mentality of, well, I can do it, so I'm going to go. Right. I'm, I can do it, so I'm going to lift this. I can do it, so I should do it. Mm-hmm. But just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. should. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of, okay, am I tired today? Am I in a pissy mood? Like, yeah. am I mad at the world right now? I can't work out well when I'm mad at the world. Like, I want to slam balls everywhere. Like, that's about all I want to do. But we're not going to be 100% every day. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we should expect to perform 100% yeah. every day. Amen to that. Like, I love what Ben Bergeron says. Do your best. And if your best today is 80%, do that. If your best today is 20%, do that but you've got to listen to your body Mm -hmm. to know like where am I operating at today Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. for me I think I'm about 60 to 70 percent so I was like all right I'm gonna do what I can today and Mm -hmm. we'll see how I am tomorrow yeah hopefully it's better but if not I mean just have to do my best wherever I'm at and it's not a we're not saying like just stop yeah we're not saying you know, take a take time off or what have you. I think that the mental, the ability to heal and make sure that we're in where we need to be. Like sometimes for some of us, just being here helps our mind. Oh yeah. So just I mean, showing up is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So coming, and then just being real and maybe humble with where you're at, mm-hmm. and and instead of trying to push a limit that you're not, if you're not willing to do the mobility, then. And, and to listen to a coach or even ask a coach for help, then you really can't expect change to happen. I mean, you're expecting things to disappear, mm-hmm. but you're not willing to communicate um, where you're at. And, and sometimes you don't even know where you're at because you haven't stopped yeah. long enough to think about it. Right. <laughs> uh, and and I, see that, I see that a lot, actually. And it usually comes out when I'm watching people because, you know, I like to sit there and people watch when y'all are coaching. Uh-huh. And I see somebody grabbing their shoulder or grabbing their, you know, knee or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, something's going on there. Yeah. But we're going to, quote, unquote, push through. Um, not necessarily always the best thing. I mean, you, you definitely have to know, like, is this, like, something that's nagging and ongoing? Because yeah. if it is, I probably need to let my coach know so I can be modified and I can get some mobility from them mm-hmm. so I can get to feeling better. Yeah. Um, but looking ahead at, well, how is my water? And being honest with ourselves. That's really, honestly, that's the key is, yeah, we got to be honest with ourselves where we are currently at. Mm-hmm. This morning when I woke up, I was like, well, my coffee didn't get spilled on my bed this morning. So that was good. That's a bummer. So wow. that, was, that was more helpful than yesterday morning. But I'm not 100%. I'm not even 60%. Knowing that... Um, I was like, but my brain needs to be around people because mm-hmm. my natural inkling is to hibernate um, and hide, which yeah. I do really well. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can do that. But I know that I need to, I need to be around people that, that care about me mm-hmm. uh, when I'm not feeling the greatest, um, all the while having a very fine line of not overdoing it. So right. it's very, you know, not sleeping, um, my water's eh, but no kidding, I eat one thing I'm not supposed to, mm. I'm done. Yeah. 
So I have to recognize these feelings and go, man, well, this is what's true for me. This is what I can and cannot do. I'm going to have to really put zero expectation in what my workouts look like and just try to move. Whatever that is. And right now, like, higher intensity things Mm -hmm. blast my adrenals. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Totally blasted. Like, today during the EMOM, those double unders, totally. (laughs) It was so bad. I was like, if I can get to 20 seconds, Uh then I'm done. Like, that was me listening to my body going, at that point, nope, that's all I have right now. Yeah. Because... what are the things that you change then when your body is telling you? Like, if you were checking in, what mm-hmm. like what are the things you do differently? I know you already said, like, you don't come in with certain expectations. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to come in with a goal. Right. Like, okay, here's my goal for today, but someday, some days the goal's different than others, right? Mm, like, totally. today you were like, I'm just going to do this. Right. But what are, like, what are other things that you change when you check in and your body's not, like, at 100%? When, like, today, like... So I literally was like, I don't care how many rounds I get. Mm-hmm. I don't care about my power output. Um, I wasn't joking when I said, if I can get one round, that's good. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know from movement to movement how my body is going to react when things are in this place. Mm-hmm. So I go into it going, I'm just going to move at a steady pace, nothing sprinting, mm-hmm. and see what happens. Um but there's zero expectation. So, um, and I took it one round at a time. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, I was seriously like, hmm, I got two. Well, okay, we're going to keep going then. Yeah. Um, and see, but not, in, not increase my intensity so that I'm blasting myself. Just continue to move. Mm-hmm. Not comparing myself to how fast everyone else is going, mm-hmm. but just going, I get to move today. Mm-hmm. Because the alternative is... Um, you know, and I don't know, I try not to like have it be obvious when I start grabbing my stomach, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's like, if I put pressure, it makes it feel better almost, you know? So I'm like, I got to listen to this. Mm -hmm. So sadly for me, um, stress has created a physical reminder that I need to listen to my body and I don't want that for anyone else. So I have to get my mind right. And I do that by getting rid of the expectations workout wise um, keeping things very simple uh, for me in my day and not having this long, drawn-out, oh, you have got so much to do. Duh, of course I do. <laughs> but I'm going to do right now. And then if I'm behind, it's okay. Just one more thing at a time, one more thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And trying to get that pressure to decrease because I know that's what triggers right. more stress for me. So um, no expectations, truly. Um, and then my boundaries of my time is really important. I've been trying really hard to keep my mornings for myself, for easing into my morning, knowing that right there is my way to kind of set myself up in a better pattern, whether it's having quiet time or you know whatever I need to do to take care of my mind for that day, knowing, okay, this is kind of where I'm at, so I need to make sure um, and I'm, I'm super hypersensitive anyways, but I have to make sure that I'm cognitive of what it is that's going to help me. And I, I, to be quite honest, I didn't know what those things were at first. I just kind of had to trial and error some things, yeah. knowing, hey, I do better when I'm not rushed in the morning. Okay, what does that mean? 
well, that means I can't be in the 5 a.m. class. Mm -hmm. That means I can't get up um, and I can't go, go, go as fast as I can. I've got to ease into my morning um, and I've got to take care of my mind, um, gratitude and uh, journaling and things like that. If I don't do those things, I'm not yeah, going to stay balanced. Um, so for me, getting a workout in is like icing on the cake. Like, that's icing. And so I have no expectations going in uh, and actually looked forward to having to do a little bit more weight because it wasn't the weight that was bothering me. It was, that's going to slow me down. Yeah. It was the intensity piece that bothers me. So I was like, that actually benefited me today. But it was the, but, but I recognized what I needed and where I'm at. Um, so I think for, for all of us, we just kind of have to take a step back and go, okay, what is it that is my struggle? Is it, is it the mobility? Is it the, whatever it is, how, how, what is my body telling me? Um, and if it's a whole bunch of things, like <laughs> some of us have to deal with, you got to kind of put things on pause a little bit. And I'm not stopping, like, you don't stop moving. Yeah. You still move. You still do things. You just kind of go, okay, everybody stop. Everybody, family, everybody, Quiet the noise. What do I need to do right now for me that's going to help get me on a better path? Mm -hmm. And you got to get your mind right. You got to be able to go. Yeah, it's really okay if I don't um, give what my hundred percent was yesterday. Mm -hmm. If my hundred percent today is kind of twenty percent. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Giving my, myself permission to not be at my best is a huge benefit because it takes that pressure off. Right. And that's my struggle. Um, is self-invoked pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I think that's I think part of what was my favorite thing about scaling month mm. that we did mm -hmm. was it kind of took off this extra pressure mm -hmm. and I really felt like I was way more able to listen to my body. Yeah. Um, and that pressure is totally from myself Yeah. because... Apparently I like to do things a certain way mm -hmm. and you know, my goals have goals and they have goals too and I yeah. gotta hit those goals, but that pressure that we put on ourselves is huge. Like, it really is. And I think it can paralyze us if we're not careful. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I can get paralyzed if I put so much pressure on myself. I can be paralyzed and walk around here like a zombie going, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing right now because there's so much pressure on me. Uh -huh. So. And then I'm not who I need to be for my family. I'm not who I need to be for myself or here at the box. So, you know, we have to recognize, we have to be real with ourselves, you know, and we want you to move. We want you to move well. Yeah. We want you to exercise because we need healthy hearts. Yeah. Um, but not every day needs to be a PR day. No. You know, how often do people get a phone call five minutes before they walk into the box that sets their mind up? And they may, they may go for that box jump and skin their shin because their mind wasn't on the box jump, yeah. it was on the phone call. Right. So recognizing where we're at and going, I have to listen to my body. It also has to listen, I have to listen to my mind a little bit. Where am I at mentally? Mm -hmm. Where am I at? Like, where's my focus? If my focus is, you know what? I don't think I can handle any weights because I'm not safe right now. I just want to move where I want to scale so far that... I'm just getting a good sweat yeah. and getting to move because I can't shut my brain off. 
it means so many different things for so many of us, but I think it starts with just recognizing that, hey, yeah, I need to take some time mentally and go, I need to be okay with not being 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the sprint. It's This is all a marathon for us, right? This is all like, I'm looking 10 years down the road trajectory. I'm, I'm not looking at like in two weeks, right? I'm looking at the fact that I wanna be able to move forever. Mm-hmm. And if I wanna move forever, I'm gonna have to take care of myself today and every day, um, listening to my body and, and uh, taking a little bit extra time maybe to stretch uh, or to you know, feed my, my heart a little bit more, you know, yes. taking time to reach out to people. Relationships are really important so if those are lacking, mm-hmm. that can mess with us as well. So it's, it's, there's so much to it. Um, but if we're not, if, like if there's, there's high stress in, in life, right? Yeah. You're not going to be at your best. So just give up on it. Like <laughs> stop being like, I have to be the best or I have to be at my best. No, you don't actually. Yeah. You could actually be 50%. Mm-hmm. Just come in, show up, move for the day. Yeah. Just do your best for 50%. Right. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not. Grab a PVC and move. What's the big deal? It's okay. Um, So, yeah, that's... um, I'm not sure if I answered that question, but... I think that was good. It's a... It is a struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people have the struggle. They're just not willing to say they have the struggle, which is kind of a pride thing. Yeah. It really is. I struggle with it. It's a struggle. But... And I see people, when they are struggling, I see them not show up. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, okay, so I have this, I'll have the same tendency to be like, okay, I'm in my struggle, but we're not in the struggle alone. Like, we have our community here that's yeah. supportive. Um, and you can still move in your struggle. Word. Yes, Seriously. You can. you can move really well, or at least get a good sweat. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, yeah, you don't have to, it doesn't have to look like everybody else. It shouldn't, actually. No. It should just look like you and what you need to do. So I think I love the scaling month as well, just for that. Yeah, it was a great lack, uh, lack of pressure. Great learning process. And yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think that covered it. If not, let us know, and we will cover it more in depth. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. If you found any of this podcast helpful, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family and leave us a five-star review. 